0: Living with anxiety is like being followed by a voice. It knows all your insecurities and it uses them against you. It gets to a point where it's the loudest voice in the room, the only one you can hear. Welcome to the fourth episode of Voice of the Youth. My name is Iksha Vikramasan and I'm 15 and I'm going to be your host today. So here with me is Siddhi. Siddhi, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Hey guys, I'm Siri and I'm 15 years old. I live in Bangalore and I'm super excited to be here. My interests range in dance, drama, any form of art. My career aspiration to be is to be a lawyer in the United States. I love being a helping hand and inspire you that you live only once. Live it to the fullest.
0: So hopefully her point of view will help our listeners through their problems. Now moving on to our first question. Siri, what do you think causes anxiety or depression in people?
1: There are various topics that can trigger depression or anxiety, but some of the topics that mainly affected me were bullying, social media, and toxic relationships and friendships. If I go over the topic of bullying, it happened to me on a day-to-day basis, which made me feel so uncomfortable and miserable. And just made me feel like I should stay inside my room 24 bar 7. And that's when I got myself introduced into social media. And I assumed it was a safe platform. Turns out that was as bad as going outside. And it just made me feel unsafe at home and outside my home. And it's not just that I didn't want to interact with people anymore. But it Mm -hmm. also messed up my sleep schedules. Waking up at random hours or not sleeping at all. And another mm-hmm. thing that would be would food habits, not eating for about three days and much more. But when I say social media affected me, I say it as because I know people are commenting, sending you DMs and trying to change you and push you into wrong things. But you need to not give them importance and never lose your self-respect over them. Everyone has their own insecurities. For me personally, I, I was really insecure about the way I looked, the way I talked, the way I dressed. But slowly, when I learn to love myself, you tend to get rid of these insecurities.
0: Right. So personally, how does it feel for you when you entered into this stage?
1: Uh, well, when I got into depression, I started learning to live with depression. And seeing I'm fine is just a real way of deflecting people from what's really going on with you. And when you get really good at acting and convincing that you're okay, people think you're perfect. People think you have no problems at all. And I'm just saying, when you say I'm fine and don't let anyone know about what's going on, it's just a bad decision because over the years, what has happened to me, it just made me realize if I don't support or seek for help, you're just digging a hole into a Mm -hmm. void. Depression will lead you into dark places and those dark places can persist until you believe you need to end it, Mm -hmm. that you need to fade and it's not the best and you may feel like, oh, it's best if I leave, everyone will be happy, this, that, but no, depression Mm -hmm. overthrows you and takes over and it's your responsibility to ensure that does not happen. When I was at my lowest, someone asked me something, do you actually want to give up? Or do you just want to stop feeling like this? And I have felt this sudden regret of not asking me that, asking myself that, but it's not, the, it's not your fault. When you're in that fog and mindset, you don't direct yourself to those questions. Slowly you forget how to live, you forget how to be happy. And, when I, and don't have the mm-hmm. thought, oh, I'm a depressed teen, means you're looked down at. There's no such thing. It's okay, we have been through problems. Some are big, some are small we get hurt sometimes we cry we feel emotional sad right. and much more but we are human we are allowed to feel whatever comes to you and i'm telling you it's okay to not be okay sometimes we need we just need some space but always see a point where okay i'm feeling these things how do i get over it how do i overcome this conquest And what I personally do is when I'm emotional, is just blast music in my room. The happiest songs, the song I could just dance to because it relaxes my muscles. I feel much more composed. I feel much better. Trust Mm -hmm. me, when you play sad music or when you look at something that just pulls you down or if you listen to music that reminds you of something and just makes you anxious, it's not really helping that side of you. Sure, mm-hmm. I'm, and you can cry all you want. Crying actually is a good thing because when you cry, it cleanses you. But after okay. crying and letting out your emotions, crying again over the same topic is bad. Maybe that you have cried, you have felt upset, you've let your emotions. Now you take your time and slowly work towards the top. If you go over the topic again and again, you're just going to be going in an endless circle and you may sure. want to end this feeling, but it's just going to, it will be really hard for you. And another thing what I would do is I would write down everything, how I was feeling, how my day, how my day went, my behaviors, my acts, because sometimes we feel like we might be a burden to people while asking for help, which is why I feel like when I write down things, it's somehow gives me a sort of relief inside me.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, uh, well, I personally think that when people put themselves onto social media, they tend to have high expectations, and this causes them to have disappointment because um, sometimes the people you expect to respond to your post may not respond to your post or like the post. Or, For example, um, if you wanted someone to like your post but they didn't, this affects you. You may not think it affects you, but subconsciously it does. So I would suggest to these people that they should go onto social media without um, having too much of expectations from their followers or viewers. So would you suggest the same?
1: Yes, I do suggest the same because I know how it feels when you send a DM or a post or something post something specific and you don't receive what you expected. And I know some of you must be like, oh, it's just a reply or oh, it's just a pose But sometimes subconsciously without you realizing deep down, you did actually want that reply and that one specific person to react.
0: Yeah. Okay, so moving on to our next question, what are your thoughts on the statement, um, ignorance is bliss?
1: I completely love it because at certain times of your life, you do need to remove the toxicity from your life and you might ha- and you need that right mindset to go about your day and goals. And when I say toxicity, I'll phrase it in simple terms that if your absence doesn't matter to them, your presence never did. And don't take me wrong, I'm not saying you're not important. It's just you're spending time with the wrong people. And when you learn to stop caring about the hate you receive, that's when you rule the world.
0: Right. Okay, so since you mentioned toxicity, can you talk a little more about toxic relationships and friendships and how do you think it affects people?
1: See, toxic relationships and friendships basically show that or it makes you feel like you you don't have support or you have no sympathy. And when they dismiss your concerns or refuse to respond to your messages or or your request for encouragement you feel excluded and in other words when you need a friend the most they aren't there for you and some of the symptoms that i i wouldn't call it symptoms but i would find it a catch to know when it's a unhealthy relationship or not but one of some of them are like pulling you down friends joke around a lot a little friendly teasing doesn't make is not mean your relationship is toxic, especially when you're laughing along with them, but it is probably unhealthy if a friend constantly demeans you and makes you unhappy, whether it's a subtle nagging or methods of explicit insults. And when you mention it, and when you do mention to them that it's Mm -hmm. affecting you and they completely ignore that and still continue is when you know you're in an unhealthy relationship or friendship. And personally, what I experienced was that I was never treated the right way. They took advantage of me and it's more of like they try to change me Mm -hmm. from who I am and force me to do things I never wanted to do. Example, they forced me to purge because I was not their body type and some things like these can really affect you and they're they may seem really small but they have a really huge impact on you
0: Mm -hmm. okay so on that note do you think overthinking affects um you like while you're about like so do you think it affects a person when they overthink about a relationship or anything how do you think it affects them
1: Well, overthinking can actually be helpful it makes you aware of your certain at certain areas but sometimes too much of anything is bad like even science reveals that thinking too much can take a toll on your general well-being and too much overthinking can push you into wrong conclusions to battle overthinking here's what I used to do or what you could do is... Be more optimistic of life. Realize that some things are beyond your control. Distract yourself. Take a hobby or exercise. Stay away from troubling thoughts. Be grateful for what you have. Meditate and keep your mind calm. Overthinking will alter the way you interact with others and perform tasks. It can have a huge impact on your personal or social life. Overthinking has a potential to cause emotional distress and to solve this, you need to change your perspective and make a con- conscious effort to avoid any any of those thoughts that make you feel off track.
0: Okay, so on that note, what would you suggest to schools to create a safe environment for the, their students?
1: Most schools don't have resources to manage mental health. In that case, taking proper diet, exercising regularly, and spending and sharing minimal time and info on social media will be a good start. I think therapy or seeking help should be normalized. School already, schools already have therapists and it's up to you if you seek the help or not. And I know deep down some of you do want to seek the help but have the fear of going to be judged or feel ashamed about it. But there's no shame in asking for help. I had the same thought, but eventually when you asked, when I asked for help, it was game changing because it really helped me grow as a person. And I had a lot of positive outcomes. Instead, instance, I actually became much more confident and I started getting back to my regular schedules and I became myself, it helped me grow.
0: Right, so once you were out of depression, how did it feel to finally be yourself again?
1: To be honest, it's one of the best feelings, because when you finally be yourself, it's like the weight has been lifted off your shoulders. And trust me, I regret each and every minute when I couldn't love myself, because truly when you love yourself, it makes you feel so powerful, makes you feel so confident. And not just that, but for sure makes you happy, makes you productive, makes you look at thing, makes you look at life differently. And. You feel so much more enthused and energized to do any of those things.
0: Right. That's, that's so true. Um, so what made you choose a podcast to communicate your thoughts?
1: Um, first thing I want to address is I'm just 15. And I know that some of you might come up to me and say, you're just 15. How are we supposed to rely on you? But you need to know I'm just here to voice myself and maybe inspire many others many people want to voice themselves but some of you just cut yourself off away from the world because of the fear of being judged the fear of rejection or the high urge of social exception sure everyone wants to be accepted and but then when you see that people are changing themselves for others it only happens because there are some people influencing you, saying, oh, you're dark, you can't do this. Oh, you're this, you're fat, you can't do this. You can't be a model, you're too thin, you can't do this. The list keeps going on. You need to know not everyone is perfect. You are unique in your own way. I'm here to tell you, you always place a high priority on yourself.
0: So true. Okay, city, thank you for do- joining us today. Thank you. Um. So her struggles could be your inspiration. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great day.